Welcome to Eclipsed. Actually, a very special bonus episode of Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast. But we're not talking about Heroes today, folks. Maybe a little. I don't know. We are here to talk about Our Flag Means Death. Have you heard of this show? <laughs> I, it's like a 50-50 chance at this point. Like, the ground is starting to swell. Hopefully more people will start to watch it, and that's why we're here to talk about it. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. Yeah. And if you're chronically online, then I think you're going to have a hard time avoiding it in the days to come. It depends on what side of online you're on, though. You know what I mean? I guess so. But, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it seems like the... It, it, well, yeah, you're right. It is hard to say. It does seem like it's very, you know, like it's popular and it's everywhere. But then again, we do have our little bubbles. So maybe not. Yeah. So, you know, what's great, though, is it's literally the first page when I go to HBO Max now. They're not, you know, not promoting it. Like, it's right fucking there. So. I think there's a reason there wasn't much promotion while it was starting to come out. Well, yeah, I think so, too. And we'll get to that when we get into the spoiler section of this this episode. Um, so, yeah, we're going to split this episode into two parts. The first part, we're going to pitch it to anyone who has not seen the show. Why they should go watch it before we talk about <laughs> everything else about the show. <laughs> but before we go, no, really, this is why you should watch <laughs> Yes. If you haven't already. Yeah. Because I sat down and watched Our Flag Means Death, which was pitched as a pirate workplace comedy. And it's got uh, Taika Watiti in it. So everyone is like, oh, this is going to be what we do in the shadows, but pirates. It is very much not that. It is a comedy, but I would say it's more like, it's like half siblings with The Great, if you've ever seen The Great. Very, very similar vibes, yeah. And it's not so much uh, what we do in the shadows, so take that out of your head. (laughs) It's not too similar to that, other than there are people who are in the What We Do in the Shadows movie that are in this. Um, yeah. So I watched it as it was coming out. And they released it, like, in a chunk of three episodes, three episodes, two, and two. I got to episode eight, and I was like, <sighs> I had to get Keisha to watch this as soon as possible. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to make my plea. I was going to do it, like, on the podcast, but the recording didn't happen. Things got in the way. So I was like, I just have to type this whole thing up to her. Where it's like, I can feel it on the wind. Something is about to happen on the show. (laughs) And you need to get in now before you see spoilers about it. And I'm saying the same thing to you guys. If you haven't seen anything about it, but you listen to us and you kind of understand our vibe, you should watch (laughs) Our Flag Means Death on HBO Mm. Max. I would be like, or however you need to watch it. But if you have a legitimate way that will like actually show up as a, you know, a rating for them or whatever, please, please do it like that. Um... We need a second season. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, yeah, I have stuff to say about that, but yeah. So yeah, this it is based on the life of a an actual pirate, Steve Bonnet, who is a gentleman pirate, who calls himself a gentleman pirate, and well, he happens to, you know, run into a very famous pirate named Blackbeard, and this all is like historical fact, air quote. It's kind of filling in the blanks it's, of, like, why was Steed and, like, Blackbeard hanging out and, like, stuff like that. Because they couldn't have seemed more fucking different, like... 
like even in the first three episodes that you watch, it's like the shadow of Blackbeard hangs over the series. And I think a lot of people also didn't like how slow those first three episodes were in that respect. Yeah, I know people were all like, where's Blackbeard? Um, but he, he, I mean, come on, just let them tell their story. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They knew what they, they, they very clearly knew what they were doing. They set it up very well. So yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what else should we do to sell to people? Like there, there's a lot of really cool guest stars on here. Oh yeah. It has that in common with a, with a, what we do in the shadows type show. Mm-hmm. Um, is that well? It literally has people who were who've been on that show, uh, Kristen Shaw and Nick Kroll, among others. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's like some cool people who show up. Um, it, it's like what Rachel said. It, it definitely has DNA in common with the Great way more than what we do in the Shadows, uh, because the Great is always very you know wink and coy with like historical ish, true story sorta. You know, like they are definitely playing with things that really happened with real people. But, you know, doing their own take on it. And, I mean, that's a fun little subgenre, always. And, and, I mean, like, pirates. Who doesn't love pirates? There's not a lot of pirate media post of the Caribbean, so. Yeah. And I know there's, like, black sails and stuff, but, like, still. It's been a while. And, uh, Reese Darby, who is the main character, is charming as hell in it as well. He is so fucking great in everything. Can I just take a minute to shine a light on how wonderful Reese Darby is and how even if none of the other stuff happened, I would have been purely satisfied with just him being the lead of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I've loved him since Flight of the Concords. Uh, his his character of Murray, their manager, is still one of my favorite bits of anything. Like, he's just so wonderful. Sometimes I just think about that show, and that's who I think about mostly is Murray. Um... Or, you know, obviously, he does show up in what we do in the shadows in the film. He's, like, <laughs> he's the iconic, you know, leader of the werewolves. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're, we're werewolves. We're not swearwolves, you know. Like, he's he's got the good bits. He's a very talented guy. So I was stoked just to be like, oh, yeah, sure. And then, you know, to have Taika Waititi in it actually on screen, because, you know, he's been behind camera so much lately. I was just like, okay, cool. Um yeah, I was just down to be like, all right, Pirates, um, it's got a fun ensemble. I bet you, and, you know, didn't know any of the guest stars before it started, but I was like, oh, people are going to show up. They they always have people they work with. So, yeah, like post Flight of the Concords, post What We Do in the Shadows, it's uh, it, it's definitely in that same vein. So Yeah. It's kind of more Flight, in the Con- uh, Flight of the Concords without songs. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, it's actually a lot more than like that than What We Do in the Shadows. But, um, yeah. I believe it. I haven't seen Flight of the Concords. Oh, it's so good. The songs will never leave you. Um, but it's actually just a really funny show, too. Like, it's not just about that. Um, but, yeah. So, it didn't even have to be anything else. I was like, cool. I'll watch that eventually. That's how I felt about mm-hmm. it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's on my list. And I'll, Along with a bunch of other HBO Max things, like, oh, I need to watch Hacks, and, you know, I was just like, yeah, okay, our flag means death, great. Um, I'm glad that I listened to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very glad that I listened to you. I would have gotten spoiled the next day. That's how dire it was, so. Because. For my social media. You were like, I've seen two TikToks, and I was like, god damn it! (laughs) But luckily, the two that you saw... (laughs) Were not like the th- was not the thing of importance. Mm-mm, no, 
Yeah. They were, well, they were a thing that's, what's one of the many cool things about it, but they weren't, like, the thing that everyone's losing their minds over. Mm-hmm. This was the thing that was also good about it, that people are able to talk about now that they've lost their minds over the main thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I guess, that, I mean, yeah, it's just kind of a hard pitch to, to fully go into it. This is why I'm such a bad bookseller. I don't... <laughs> I hate being vague. I just want to be like, look. And then I want to tell them a crazy thing that happens and, like, kind of spoil them and be like, yeah, don't you want to read that and then see what happens? Like, Well, th- this is our, our non-spoilery section. If you're still not sold and you're like, I really need to know more juicy details, like what you're dancing around, then listen in a second. Because <laughs> this yeah. is your chance right now. If you are like, okay, you've sold me enough. I'm going to go watch it. Stop listening. Go watch it. Just yeah. shut the podcast off. Go watch it. Figure out a way to watch it. <laughs> Try not to look at any other yeah. things about it. Just go watch it. Because I feel like I'll, you get so much with the surprise. Uh, yeah. Like, my delight <laughs> over the first eight episodes, and, like, on episode eight, like, realizing before the last two came out, I was like, this is going to happen. Uh, yeah. Just go watch it. Don't try not to spoil yourself. Go watch it. Seriously, go shoot. Like seriously, like get get, get out. out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Go. Oh gosh. Um. Yeah. It, it's because uh, there's so much to say about that, right? When you're like, I knew it was gonna happen, and it was just like, oh, but but that was so delightful in and of itself because it never happens and that's like nothing to talk about so yes uh everyone who's still here spoiler alert it's a romantic comedy it's a romantic comedy it always was yep it's not a workplace comedy it's a romantic comedy Mm yeah i'm also so glad i never googled anything about it because you know me Mm -hmm. um I like looking at interviews with, like, people when they talk about new projects and stuff. They really weren't talking about that at all, though, until... No. No. The only person that was, was David Jenkins, apparently, who created it, in interviews, was like, did you know that pirates used to get married? (laughs) That's a real thing that happened. And then, like, on his Twitter, he was, like, reposting a lot of fan art and using a lot of the, like, shipping (laughs) tags in it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, what a what a great segue into talking about what it could have been, you know? Mm-hmm. Um because there've been so many creators, showrunners, writers, actors who've engaged with fandom or have you know, stoked the coals of things that people got excited about but never had any any like reasonable amount of that was ever going to actually happen. They never had any intention of actually going there. And so that's what everybody was, you know, prepared for. And still, when you talk about the show to people and you say, I mean, this was before like, you know, the finale and stuff when it was still coming out that last little bit where it was like, Oh shit, what the hell's going on? It was like, oh, but they're just gonna bait us and leave. That's all we. That's all we get. That's all we expect now, because um, it's happened with so many other fandoms and so many other projects. But then, Rachel, what if it didn't? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! What if it didn't? What if they actually do it? 
And that's why people are losing their minds because we're so, so used to being lured and baited and teased and then left to write fanfic at two in the morning to make our dreams come true because it ain't going to happen on the screen. But what if people came along behind the scenes and went, well, why the fuck shouldn't it? Yep. And they built it into the very DNA of the show. So it didn't come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It fully is like nurtured and it's grown from the start. Like you can go back and rewatch it now and you're like, Oh my God, it was always there. Yep. Um, I've seen so many clips and stuff and people, you know, showing on like TikTok or, you know, like people doing edits and stuff like it was always there. They knew what they were doing from the jump. None of this was random. None of this was like trying to please anyone, not any kind of fan service. No, they were just telling a story and they were revealing it in such a, such a way that was so genuinely refreshing and validating to people uh, that they don't know what to do with themselves because <laughs> we're just not used to it. I say we because, you know, us queer people aren't used to this shit actually happening and not being a big fucking tragedy in, like, a very heteronormative, like, way, which I can talk more about, but yeah. What's interesting is, like, there's a ton of fan art, art, art right now for the show. And oh God, if you so look much. at the tags or like people responding to it, especially on Tumblr stuff, people are like, wait a minute, this is, is this for real? This is canon? Like they're thinking that it's not because they haven't seen yeah. the show yet. And it's like, no, no, yes. bitches, this is canon. <laughs> go watch the it show. Actually, it actually goes down. Like we're not talking about fucking Steric or like Destiel or something. No, we're talking about something that actually is built into the bones of the very narrative of the show. And so it has to go there and they know that and they had no problem. And see, that's another thing is they could have just teased us for a season mm-hmm. and been like, oh, we'll do it next year. If we get it next year, wink. No, no, no. They knew they had to do what they had to do and they weren't afraid to to just do it and, and act like it was no big deal because it shouldn't be a fucking big deal. But it has to be a big deal because it's so it's so unique of an experience still. Because, like, yeah, like, the first, like, inkling of it, and not even between, like, um, Steed and Ed, was we were introduced to the relationship of uh, Lucius and Black Peep. And that wasn't something yeah. for the first few episodes you even thought was a thing, but then it, it became pretty clear, like, oh, they're actually a couple on the ship. Like, they're, they're screwing around. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then later on, when we have Calico Jack show up, and he's all like talking to Steed on the side, like, "Yeah, me and Blackbird totally fucked. You know, are you Black- you and Blackbird fucking dude? <laughs> Anything goes on the sea." And he's oh, very yeah. much like, and, and it's the like uh, jealous um, of the ex kind of thing that he was having with the, right with the telescope on the ship. Yeah, but even then, you could because we've been so let down before. Read that as him just fucking with him, you know, mm-hmm. like. Like, oh, I'm closer to him than you'll ever be because, you know, he's all jealous of him and shit. But, like, no, that's... Just, I'm still I'm still in such shock that it actually happened. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's a large reason of why I've become so, like... I don't know. It's so cool to, to, to view a fandom where... Yeah, where it's not just a fan creation it's not just non-canon it's just celebrating this really cool thing that should always be happening frankly especially in genre television um 
I like how people are putting it where they're like, okay, now that our flag means death has done this, everyone else is going to have to step their pussies up, if I may. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to take the other thing anymore. We don't have to. And we've been shown that. Why does it just have to be a bromance? Why does it just have to be a fucking bromance? Yeah, exactly. You can stop with the baiting, people. You can actually go there. You can go there. It's okay. It's okay to go there. And I mean, yeah, and it's just so cool. Like, and you could talk about Steed and Blackbeard for hours. You really could. Or Steed and Ed, if I mm-hmm. But, um, but like, it's like Rachel was saying, there's, there's Lucius and Pete. There's, there's so many references made throughout. And then, like, we didn't even talk about, about, um, the fact that there is a, genuine like Mm non-binary character and everyone is like super chill with it and um says you know like refers to them by their correct pronouns like it's just not a big deal there's never a moment and you know i i watched a really cool video about this i'll have to see if i liked it and I'll, i'll share it with you if i did they're talking about how casual they are about everything else. yes mm-hmm and it's just like, yeah, it because it should just be that way. It's like, um, it's it's interesting. Um, actually, uh, my boyfriend was listening to this podcast where these guys are playing um, Call of Cthulhu. Have you heard of that? The RPG mm-hmm. game. Um, right. So they're getting ready to play, and they're talking about how to set up a game, and they're doing a lot of research. Like they're watching a lot of media that takes place around like the twenties or the thirties, you know, and they're they're preparing themselves for that world but they're talking about how they're like okay but here's the thing when we're creating these characters we understand that this is a world that was full of you know sexism homophobia racism that is a fact but it doesn't have to be part of our story it doesn't have to be these like gear grinding events that just you know halt everything all the time forever you know we understand that they're part of the background you know it's 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 just how these places were but you don't have to wrap everything around it Mm -hmm. you know like you don't have to make that the core focus of anything and and i just think that's such a cool way to think about what the show is doing too where they're in this setting where, yeah, obviously, like, you see how people relate to, like, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Ol- I can never say it right. It's Oluenda? Uh, I think that, I think you're close. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, like, y- like, you know, like, you see how people, you know, are treating, you know, like, people of color, like, you know, you, you see it a little bit, you know, but it's like, it's not this, like, thing that just, I don't know, pulls focus in a way where it's like, the only character event they have to deal with. No, they get to have like real problems that everybody deals with. And it's not just about one thing. And I think it's so cool with how casually, you know, they have these characters who are, you know, like queer and and non-binary and like, it's just part of who they are, but it's not the only thing about them. So they get to have like love stories and tragedy and, cool backstory about like you know having to avenge their family's deaths and i I just i just really admire the way that they're doing it yeah yeah yeah. it's weirdly a comfort show in that way it is it's it gives me like schitt's creek vibes where it's like exactly exactly it's a cozy place to hang out in 
Exactly. And it's like, you know, and it's like, yeah, that was just about, I was thinking about that too. It's like, you know, how Dan Levy was like, well, obviously, you know, these things exist in the world, but why do we have to have that in Schitt's Creek? You know, yes. why, why, why would homophobia need to exist in Schitt's mm-hmm. Creek? It doesn't, you know, like we need to just be able to tell our stories and have this be a place where that doesn't exist because it shouldn't. So like, I just think that's so cool. Um, and like clearly on our flag means death racism exists but a lot of times you get to see the crew kind of come up and like that attitude when they come across yeah they get to be like oh and then they get to like have their you know say and also yeah they also get to they also get to come up on top very very often Mm -hmm. which is cool yeah and again you wouldn't get that with just every show like a lot of people would make the mistake of just being like oh we have to have this be a a story for, you know, Frenchie because whatever. And it's like, no, you really don't, though. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, you can have different stories. You can have, I don't know, I guess just, like, stories that you would tell if it was just a bunch of white dudes on a show. You know? Like, it doesn't have to be about that. Not fully. Um, you can acknowledge it. But, yeah, I don't know. And, and, like, going back to, like, Steed and Ed, and it's just like, well, yeah, it's so cool to see this character who very clearly hasn't found happiness and love in the way that he was expecting. And it's so great that this isn't like some big old like steeds coming out story, Mm -hmm. you know? No, it's not like that. So it's cool to see that too, where it's just like, no, he's just finding love and we don't need to go any harder than that. We don't need to make this a big thing. Like it's just, yeah, it's not like a story about coming out and it's not a story about him being, you know, I guess just like completely ostracized or villainized for doing, for, for being who he is. He had, you know, his consequences for doing what he did when he left his family. Yes. But that being part of it was never an issue once it was realized. Like, that just, I just love how Mary reacts. Like, I just love their friendship so mm-hmm. much by the end. Like, oh my God. Yeah. What a wonderful way to handle that. <laughs> they didn't have to do that. Yeah, the, like, reveal where it's like, she's just living her best life as a fucking widow. <laughs> yes. As she should, because you have to think of these things from her perspective. Yeah. Like, she's not some, like, harpy that doesn't want Steed to follow his dreams or whatever. Like, no, they both were pushed into an arranged mm-hmm. marriage as things were back then. Neither of them knew each other. And they just sort of made the best of it because society. But then it's like, well, yeah, of course she was unhappy. And of course, you know, they both got resentful. But, you know, you take that away and they get to genuinely learn who they are as people. And it's just really cool how they handled that, you know, how, how they handled when he came back and how she helped him. And I just, I really, really fucking love that episode. That's such a great episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. For a number of reasons, obviously, but um, yeah. And like, there really isn't a stinker character among <laughs> the whole crew and beyond. No, no. Oh my God. No. The whole ensemble is just perfect. And they all get their little moments too. And I think we're, we're going to see more of that in a season two for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Which is what we want. We need a season two. Like they fucking. <laughs> we we keep we keep saying if and when because it hasn't been confirmed. But I have to say, 
unless the rug gets pulled like super fucking hard, mm-hmm. I have a very hard time believing that they would, you know, do all that. And, and like, I, I feel like they would want to be in business with like Taika and them. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like HBO would, 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 uh, I think they're a network who would know it would be way better to let it go, let it to, to go another season. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't feel as afraid as I would in other circumstances. They're just slow to announce this shit. So. And I think, like, again, that's why a lot of people didn't watch it because they weren't doing a lot of promo about it, probably because of the big secret they wanted to keep that it was a romantic comedy. Which we haven't even discussed the fact that the thing we've been dancing around, which is like, oh, because they're going to be together. Because they kiss and everything, and that's the thing that blew people's fucking yeah. minds. Like, they actually... They actually have a physical presentation of it and a confession from both of yes. them. And there's no, there's no like gay panic. There's no, it's no, it's not like that. It never was. Mm-hmm. It never was going to be. They are learning who they are as people and they're coming together just as two people who feel a way. And um, it doesn't really matter. Like them being, you know, like Steed having never been with a man or whatever, that doesn't mean anything. Like that's not what this is about and so i just oh god the ways in which i am just like frothing (laughs) at the ideas of what they could do in season two because you know we haven't even talked about the fact that yeah they kiss they come together but then what happens then (laughs) steed has a lot of guilt and like (laughs) steed has a lot of guilt and as we said, a lot had to do with his family. So instead of running away mm-hmm. with Blackbeard, he goes back to his family to try to do the right thing. Which he needed that closure, yes. obviously. Yes. They wouldn't have been happy running away to China, which is what they said they were going to mm-hmm. do. Um, like, it had to happen that way. I know Blackbeard took it hard. And Steed obviously didn't get to communicate to him what he wanted to do because of, you know, things getting in the way. But, yeah, it has to happen this way. (laughs) And because while we get to see in that last episode, Steed, like, flourish and, like, use many of the things that, like, Blackbeard taught him in this situation with Mary, Blackbeard just slides right back into his comfort (laughs) zone of the legend of Blackbeard. Just being a monster because it's easy for him. Because fucking Izzy, like, pokes him back into it. And, like, he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. You know? Fucking Izzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Izzy, don't be fucking jealous that he doesn't want you mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, we all know he's in love with... Well, it's like, you know, I've I've seen a million things and it's so true. He's in love with Blackbeard. He's not in love with it. No. Teach. That's very clear. So, you know. He, that's another thing. It's like, Steed loves all of him. Whereas, you know, other people in his life have only loved Blackbeard. Yes. And that was terrifying, I think, for him to be so goddamn vulnerable. And then when they were going to run away together, you know, things happened and Steed didn't make it. And he felt rejected. And so he slid back real hard, like Rachel said. And um, stuff has happened because of that, that it was going to be a bit difficult to overcome, I think. Mm-hmm. Um giving us new obstacles for a potential season two. Yeah. 
So it's interesting now is that we have this thing where we weren't baited. It actually happened. And now we get to deal with the messy part of it, which to me is the exciting yes. part. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine with like the sunset and the bow and like the kissies or whatever. That's cool. But like, I'm excited to see. Yeah, but they're still very different people ultimately. And, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they can reconcile the actions that followed that. Cause man, Blackbird's got a lot to answer to now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's potentially um, killed Lucius, which I, I don't think no. But you know what, though? I just have this thought. What if he did and they brought him back as a ghost? (laughs) A sassy gay ghost. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't think they would just from the way this show does. But you could see it from them, right? But you could see it from them, right? You could do so much with that. Because ghosts are such a part of, like, sea culture, pirate culture. Like, Yeah. Yeah. You could. I'm like, you could. And he would haunt that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'd never be rid of him and we would never lose the actor. Because we've, like, ripped... All of the couples of the show have now been torn asunder. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, Lucia's status is unknown. Um, They've taken mm-hmm. Jim. Which, let's... <laughs> since we've spoiled... Since we've spoiled things, um, Blackbeard uh, <laughs> throws it yes, on board. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So... In a fit of peak. Yep. <laughs> oh. Yep, yep. Tossed him over. And stranded the rest of the crew mm-hmm. on a tiny a tiny little... It's not even an island. What the fuck would you even call that? A patch of sand? A sandbar? <laughs> like, that's not even an island. Most um, of the crew... So but they, he kept a few of them. Like, he kept Jim. Which is very... That has really interesting potential connotations I, I, I would like to explore. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah. Um, a lot to answer for as Steed is rowing back to find his love. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it's just real great to see something, like, throw down the gauntlet and be like, nah, you don't have to, you don't have to act like this isn't a story you can tell. And you don't have to act like you're gonna do something and then not do it. Just fucking do it. Just let them be gay, you cowards. It's that, but a TV yes. show. Yes, yes. It's still nuts that they're alone, almost, in doing yeah. this. Um, because, I mean, this shit was unimaginable when something like Heroes mm-hmm. was airing. But could you imagine if... Because if you look at, you know, any of the many popular pairings, it, it's just like, oh, God, could you imagine if? Like, I don't know. It's 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 wild to think about if... A show would just let them do that. And I know that it's, like, different because, you know, as we've said, like, Our Flag Means Death was a rom-com in its bones. That's what it's always Mm -hmm. been, you know, once they revealed that. But, I don't know. It would just be wild to see this in more genre shows. Because, um, Heroes got a little baity at the end. If you were, if you were in the fandom and knew what to look for. Like, if you were, if you were looking for stuff, it was there for you. Um... Not as hard as other things had, had gone. Like I mentioned Teen Wolf. I think they're a massive perpetrator mm-hmm. of that, obviously. Supernatural. Um, <laughs> supernatural. Supernatural is the god king when it comes to that. I don't think anyone will ever come close. But like, with Heroes, I think the big the, there were two stopping points for why they did mm. not. 
Number one, Zachary Quinto was not out. Number yes. two, they did not want to make the villain also be <laughs> the, the gay no. character. No, and then, like, number three, it was a major network, and number four, it was 2000-whatever, and, you know, like, you could go on and on yeah, and yeah. on. Um, it takes a lot, I, I hate to say it, because, like, it shouldn't be a brave thing, but it takes courage to be able to mm-hmm. do this, and uh, they, they weren't interested in doing that, and that's whatever. But could you imagine if a show like A Heroes came along and did, like, I don't know, I just think it would be wild, you know, to just... It's like why people read fanfic and stuff. It's because they like to have, I guess, like a story context where any kind of thing can happen because it should. Because that's life, you know? It shouldn't always be so... No, we can only have straight relationships and we can only have this and we can only have that. Like, no, because things are way more complicated than that. You know, people to people. Like, it's like, you know... If you want to, if you want to let me indulge a little, it's like the Siler Peter thing, you know, mm-hmm. I, a Peter's not gay. No. In a traditional sense. Not at all. But that doesn't mean he can't feel some sort of way for a man. You know, it's just, it's, it's complicated, right? It's the spectrum, you know, of all, of all. Bi people exist. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I, I mean, yeah. And I mean, like, it's one of those things where like, yeah, he could be that, um, it could just be a very specific circumstance with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at, you know, like Siler, obviously. Like, I think that he's at least, at least by, mm-hmm. if not, if not, not that. But it changes, too. So it's hard to say. But yeah, no, I don't know. It's just interesting to think about. And then, you know, and I mentioned this before we really got into the episode. And I've mentioned it a million times, but I really, really need you to watch that episode of The Magicians. I don't even think you need to watch the rest Mm -hmm. of it to know what's going on that season because it's pretty much just them. But seeing those two characters have a very The Wall-like experience and actually seeing a show go there with it, because they do. Um, Like, they fully have a life together and like fall in love and like have kids somehow and like like, it's it's uh it's wild um and it and it and it isn't a thing that just sort of happened you know i guess like in a bubble uh much like how i think the wall would have influenced things hopefully had they had another season it it completely colors the rest of the show and how the characters react, those characters, how Elliot reacts to Quentin and vice versa. So, I don't know. It's just uh, interesting to see when when they, when they uh, go there, when they let themselves mm-hmm. go there. And then to see a show that just uh, was like, we don't need to go there, we live there. Yeah. Like, we, we, we never needed a map to find it. We, we know exactly what we're doing from the start, and it's not going to just be this random thing to try to please people or, you know, titillate people or shock people. Like, that's not what it ever was about. That's not what true good representation does. Yeah. Let me just put my soapbox away. (laughs) (laughs) I just get so passionate about it. I'm sure this is all going to come up again, too, when we actually talk about the wall, which is why the wall is going to be, like, such a long episode to edit. (laughs) I enjoy very much that we keep edging people about the wall, and maybe we'll just never record it, right? We'll just just keep talking about it. And never we're very it. bad at finishing things. Um, <laughs> no, it's a fact. Um, 
No, I I was out of town and like I wanted to give it the proper attention. I am going to take that note taking so yes. seriously. Like, oh my god, it's going to be like the old days when I was writing like every word down mm-hmm. that they said. Like, I should just get like a hot damn. cocoa and like my heated blanket and just sit here and listen to you tell me about the <laughs> about other the shit happens in the episode. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I have to go watch the episode. I th- I think Noah shows up <laughs> once. Um. You know. Perhaps Matt Parkman occurs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. There's probably Claire in it. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's probably Claire sometimes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, do you have uh, anything else to say about this? Man, we, we, we've we barely scratched the surface. Because we've mostly been talking about, mm-hmm. like, you know, the... The, the pairing of it all, because, like, we haven't talked about so many other side characters and uh, guest stars. Well, you talked a little bit about, like, Lucius and Pete, and then, like, um... Well, I mean, we didn't even really talk about, like, Jim. No, or Spanish Jackie. Spanish Jackie or Jim and Aluenda. Yeah. Like, again, just, like, real casual, because, like, why wouldn't mm-hmm. it be? Like, Yeah. But you gotta give the people something to look forward to if they watch it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, like, so much, so many people that, like, a couple surprises, we didn't even mention a name of it, the actor coming up oh, that yeah. would be like, oh my god, it's it's that guy. <laughs> yeah, once once you see who plays some of these characters, you're gonna be like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So a couple surprises if you haven't watched it, but if you have, you're gonna be like, why aren't you talking about it? But, you know. Well, because we're not technically in our Five Means Death podcast, so we're just trying to do it. Yeah, this is just a special bonus episode because we don't want it to be eclipsed by people not watching it. <laughs> yeah, and also, it's it's uh, it's not rare, but even though Rachel and I watch a lot of the same things, we don't watch too many of the same things, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, like... When we both find something that not only we like, but, like, oh, yeah, it, like, hits the spot in that way where you can just really go there and talk about all the different facets of it and how it's made and everything. It's it's uh, it's cool that we can, I don't know, have that moment, I guess. Yeah. It's something that, you know, worth talking about. Like, we both watch The Great, but we're not sitting here talking about The Great. <laughs> I could. <laughs> we, we don't have a What We Do in the Shadows episode. Mm. Um we could. We, could, we could. we could. What we do in the shadows? How much? Time oh my god! There's like, Nandor uh... and Gizmo. <laughs> like I have so much to say, like this and then that. Like you know, like I, I, I saw, <laughs> I saw this fucking TikTok that was like, um, I think it was uh, Nandor and Guillermo, Steed and Blackbeard, and then something else, and it was like they can't keep getting away <laughs> with it, like from Breaking Bad. <laughs> it was so true. <laughs> so true like poor poor nandor you know at the fucking bu- like the train station or whatever like oh well, that was not guillermo's fault to be fair <laughs> no no and also it wasn't really steve's fault either and, oh, like, yeah yeah, so. yeah 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 but yeah they can't keep getting away mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. oh jesus it was another show i think too but yeah i wonder what one it was oh that mm-hmm. was funny I don't know, but if people keep calling a certain grouping of shows the new Super Who Lock, I'm actually going to shit it. I've been seeing people saying, like, about. Super Who Lock is rising right now because of the show. No, it's not, because Super Who Lock was the problem. Yeah. 
Like it, it's saying like the the trickling of fans from like those yeah. Which, yeah, I I understand, but they could have found a yeah, I know it because it's like oh, uh, it's no. a Tumblr thing. Oh my lord! I know, I know. I did see a post like, oh, that said that, though, and I was like, okay. I've seen several where it's like, all right, shut the fuck up. I think it's it was not- from someone who was a big Hannibal stan was like trying to push this. Oh, <laughs> talk about. Man, you know, <laughs> there's another thing right there where it's like, you think a show that actually would have, and I know, I know Fuller has regrets about mm-hmm. not doing it, and that would be, like, the first thing that happened if they ever get their movie or whatever. Not the first, but, like, you know it would he's, go down. It would. It has. He's seen this right now as being like, why not me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because NBC barely lets you mm-hmm. live. Never mind, mm-hmm. do that, so... But, oh my god, again, the parallels. You haven't finished Hannibal, mm-hmm. but they, like, the stabbing and the, and the, and like the, you know, and then the stabbing on our, our five means death, and they're both very metaphorical for, like, <clears throat> they're very clear about that. Like, yeah, just, oh god. You need to finish Hannibal. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I fully admit that there are parts of the third season that are, like, Snoozeville, USA. I'll say it. I don't think the first part's that great when they're, like, on the run in Europe and stuff, but, like, the shit that happens with the Vergers is great, and then the ending is is uh, it's pretty damn good. But they don't kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to look up what year it was, and I'm like, oh, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> so I'm like, why did I not watch mm-hmm. season three? And I'm like, oh, I understand now. Yeah, that was the year most yeah, things I, didn't I, get watched. I, I, <laughs> I, th- I think I know what you're talking yeah. about, and I understand. Yeah, 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 why. yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, like, why wouldn't I? And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like when I finished Smallville, like, a couple mm-hmm. years late, and I was like, why didn't I finish this? Oh, yeah. Because life was hell. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. These things matter. Gosh, yeah, I don't know what else, like, there's so much to say, and part of me was, like, tempted before we did this to just rewatch the whole thing and take notes, but we don't need to do that. I know. <laughs> I, don't need I to think I might, like, everything. just on my own, I think I might on my own rewatch it just because I want to see how it all comes together now that I know how it's going to go. Like, oh, God, I'm sure there's so many things I missed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to rewatch because it's going to take no time at all to do. Oh, yeah, because when you told me to watch it, I watched, like, all of it up to that point in a night because mm-hmm. it's pretty short. Um, like, I did not notice when they're getting arrested that he, like, did the little boot thing and, like, tapped his foot. I did not notice that until I saw it in a TikTok. And he, t- and Steve taps back, too. Because I'm, because s- I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is another, like, obvious queer coding thing, even though, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, the tapping of the, yeah. They may as well have been in, like, bathroom stalls. He came Jesus. back for him! He never left. Wink. Yep. <laughs> God, the number of times I've seen that and that little, oh, mm-hmm. God damn you, Taika Waititi, God damn you. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, so I'm sure there's lots to see now that you're, like, aware of where it's going to go. And lots to enjoy just with the crew. I really do enjoy the ensemble. They've put together a really interesting cast. So. It'll take you, there's ten episodes of, like, a half an hour each. If you have not watched and are just listening to us yeah. ramble, six hours. Mm. <laughs> Six hours of content. That's all there is. You know. 
Yeah. It goes by so fast because you just want to keep mm-hmm. watching it. Mm-hmm. Classic binge. So. Yeah. First three episodes, again, are kind of slow, and I understand why some people are being like, I watched the first three, but then was like putting it off for later. <laughs> Well, and I think a lot of that is not even just people like we think. No, no. Know, but also people not understanding what it was because it's not what we do. In yes, the that is what most so. people were saying. They were expecting what they did, in the sh- what we do in the shadows, uh-huh. and instead got yep. this. And then we're kind of like, oh, I'll watch more later. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is like fair, but yeah, exactly. Like you need to, you need to, you need to stick on the journey, mm-hmm. go with the ride. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, watch the show, damn it. Go watch <laughs> That's really it. all I can say at this point. Jesus. So. You're going to hear us talk about it in the wall episode. I'm sure it'll get brought up again in some of the conversations that we've had here. So, watch it before we start talking gonna, about it next episode, to. too. <laughs> it's going to have to. Yeah. Uh, Like, give... give just give people all this homework. <laughs> You're in the Discord and have watched it. You know, yo ho, say say what's yeah. up, yeah. Let us let us know. Let us know. Let yeah. us know. We'd love to hear what people have to say about it for sure. Yeah. I'm so glad that you caught up. Oh, I know one thing I want to do before before we we sign off. What do you want to see in a season two? Uh, well, pretty much what I said. I, I need to see the reconciliation of. Uh, the couple, but they can't do that until, I mean, I love that the show had the nerve to have Blackbeard, like, potentially kill a main cast member and to fuck over the other. Like, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, they weren't letting him come back and then just having him be soft because of, you know, their association and affiliation with Steed. Like, no, that's why they had to suffer, um, clearly, uh, him lashing out. But that's the thing is, like, Steve's going to come back and be like, oh, hooray, I finally figured my shit out. But now it's it's Ed's turn. Yeah. And I think that'll be a big, I think that he'll have to be a bigger focus even in season two than he was in season one. Because we've seen bits, but it's definitely a lot there. Um, yeah, I, I want to see Lucius Ghost because now I put it out in the world and I think that that would be fucking hilarious um, and sad. Uh, <laughs> and just a fun way to, like commit to what ed did not even a, a ghost could you see him as like a hallucination that ed keeps having well yeah that would be cool too that would also be like an acceptable version of that um i just think ghost because i think like parts of the caribbean davy mm-hmm. jones shit um which would be fun um like yeah i don't know i really i really want to see them have more interactions with like different you know, crews and, and different, like, outposts and different islands and people. And that was cool. More of that. Um, I need to see, I need to see Jim basically go all Arya Stark and, and get their list done. I need to see them kill I, I have to wonder, stuff. because they make it very vague about who everyone else was. Like, Jim remembered the one guy. And then we yes. found out the who the other one was. And Jackie's like, mm-hmm. the rest are probably dead. Like, are, because Jim doesn't really know who they are. So is it going to be someone else on the See, fucking crew? I fully feel like that would be the perfect thing, is they, is they have to do that. And then it could be, I think that story could be one of forgiveness, potentially. Or not. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. I want to see more with Blackbeard's crew as well. They're very dark. I'd like to, I'd want... Like I was talking about how the episodes are released, 
for season two, I think it would be cool if the first three episodes are <laughs> the shadow of Steed looms over it because we are with Blackbeard. Yes, exactly. Because, I mean, they talked about using Game of Thrones uh, geography mm-hmm. and how quickly, you know, he, he was able to find, you know, certain things. But, like, how often, you know, how, how easily they can sail from place to place and just, like, meet up to each other on a giant fucking ocean. But um, it would be really cool to see that. I feel like that's a Like, give me idea. the whole first episode where they we don't do see that. any of the other crew. We're dealing with Jim, Ed, um, Izzy Hands, you know, the rest of the crew that are left on there. Like, I believe, who else was on, uh, Frenchie was still on there, wasn't he? Who was the crew member left behind? Um, who was still on Because it was the one who could sew, wasn't that? Jim and, uh, Frenchie. Yeah, it was Frenchie, right? Because I think, because they're like, I heard you could sew. Or no. No, yeah, no. Hold on, Who's the one that made the frickin'? If it's the one who made the cat flag, that's Frenchie. Yes. Like, originally. Yes. <laughs> he okay. feeds Izzy his own toes, leaves the crew, except for Frenchie and Jim. Okay. Yep. Exciting. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and then very obviously it should go without saying, because, you know, what we saw with, like, uh, Leslie Jones's character, but more more women pirates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because there were a lot of them, so. Yeah. Because we only had one. <laughs> we only had Spanish Jackie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's what I would like to see. Very true. Maybe a couple other of the famous women pirates, because we got, like, Calico Jack, you know? Get a couple other famous females showing up. Because they're not afraid to blur the timeline. No, they're not. And that's um, also fun about them being, like, historical-ish, is they can throw people from wherever, you know, whatever legend that wouldn't have taken place quite in the same time. But they can do it, because who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I hope for season two anyway. Don't give a steed right away again. Let us wonder what's up with them. <laughs> let, us, let us, you know, bask in the um, mistakes Blackbeard has made for himself. For an episode, at least. Yeah, I just, oh, man. I, you know, it's so interesting because it's like we, we see all these things where they like very obviously could could go, but I feel like they're going to surprise the shit out of us. They did it all season where it was like, I think they're going right and they take a left. And then, you know, we keep going back and forth this way. Yeah, I ugh. I'm just so excited. I just I need the confirmation and then and then we can get real excited with like, oh, things yes, happen. hopefully soon. I don't know how soon, you know. We don't know how well it's been doing. Apparently, like, the people talking about it has been doing very well. And, you know, that could be enough. I mean, I don't think, like, Euphoria... I I know people watched it, obviously, like, Mm -hmm. in season one. But then it became a pop culture fucking phenomenon in season two. And it had, like, some of the highest ratings that HBO's had in a minute. Yeah. So... And that was a lot of because people just talked about it a lot. Mm -hmm. So... Could happen. Yeah. yeah. So, let's. So we're continuing with the Midwestern goodbye. Let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh my let's, god. Let's, let's wrap the episode up. Um, thanks for listening. We don't do full socials on the uh, bonus episode, so I won't do that. Other than just come over to the Discord. The link will be in the show notes. If you've watched our flag means death, let us know. What did you think? Did you enjoy it? And uh, it's pretty great. Until next time, which will hopefully be the wall. Bye-bye.